Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tanel, for today, Sunday, April 26th. Thank you guys for tuning in. Boy, I tell you, the month is going by really, really fast. Um, <clears throat> we are glad to have you on with us tonight. If you have a comment or question for tonight's guest or even for one of us, you can give us a call at 913, I'm sorry, 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914 914- Eight zero three four three nine nine, and we'll be right back right after this, you guys. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about friendsbeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our Friends Discount Program and shop with us today at Friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818-691-1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today. Has your face felt dry and tight or does it hold oils like a sponge? If the answer is yes, what you need is a facial. That's right, and not just any facial, but a Face Tox Organic Facial. Listen, the Face Tox Organic Blend is free of parabens, it's vegan, and mixed with 100% organic rose water. And this water binds your face and works right away as it slowly begins to dry. You see, when the organic rose is mixed with the Face Tox Blend, it creates a negative charge and will prevent and even draw out your blackheads, reduce the appearance of scars, even skin tone, draw out external toxins, heal and rejuvenate skin tissue, and it will even uncover clog and shrink your pores. Face Tox is probably the most powerful face mask you will ever use because the benefits to your skin are endless. Listeners of our show can receive a 20% discount by simply using the discount code BEAUTY20. Face Tox organic face masks are perfect for all skin types. 
So what are you waiting for? Order yours right now at facetalks.com. Your skin will thank you. All right, we are back. Um, let me bring my sister Denise on the line so she can greet you guys as well. Good evening, everyone, and thank you guys for uh, joining <coughs> me, joining the show tonight. Um, while we're wait on our guest, I uh, just want to quickly give you um, an update on the things that are happening with the powder group. Um, I'm not sure if any dates are changing, but as of right now, uh, it looks like everything is a go. Um, if dates change, I guess we can fill you in on that um, as it happens. Uh, let's see here. How do I have this down here? Hold on, I'm sorry. Uh, we have Makeup 101 uh, that's taking place in New York City. Um, <clears throat> informational, indispensable, and inspirational, they call it. Again, Makeup 101, that's Monday, August 10th through Wednesday, August 12th of this year. Uh, you can go on to their website, uh, thepowdergroup.com, to, um, to register for that. Then uh, they also have... Um, Coming up in June, Creative Exploration Workshops, and that takes place in Provincetown, Massachusetts, um, June 15th through 17th. That's always a great location uh, for the Powder Group and their um, their events. But again, June 15th through 17th, and it's Creative Exploration Workshops. Then June 22nd in New York City, there's the Business um, and Beauty of Bridal uh, with Joanne McDonough and Michael Javellis. Again, the Business and Beauty of Bridal. Joanne McDonough and Michael uh, Develis in New York City, June 22nd. Um, and then back in Provincetown, uh, October 4th through 9th, there's Elevation. It's a uh, TPG, uh, the Powder Group in Industry Intensive Elevation in Provincetown, Massachusetts, October 4th through 9th. And then they have a series of classes in November. Uh, the Master Series featuring Danny Sands, uh, New York City, November 8th. And then the Master Series with Danny Sands, Chicago, November 10th. And then the Master Series with Danny Sands in Los Angeles, November 15th. And I'm sure um, maybe those classes may be surrounding uh, the makeup show. Uh, that's just my guess, but they may be surrounding the makeup show. So for more information on the Powder Group events, you can uh, go to their website, thepowdergroup.com. Nice. Um, just wanted to uh, remind you guys, I don't know if, if some of you that are out there listening tonight, if you heard the show, we had our guest on, um, uh, our guest, he's known as Marv the Barb. He's a barber in the Washington, D.C. area. Um, and Marvin has started the Barber Relief Fund. And we talked a little bit about that. He's trying to help other barbers. Um, who have been impacted in the financially um, because of COVID-19. So he is collecting money um, to st- – it's a startup fund. So he's um, collecting money, and he has a lot of um, people who are out there, bigger brands who are um, sponsoring this whole effort um, – Anybody out there who would like to contribute to this fund can do so, but he's um, building the pot. And once he reaches a certain his uh, financial goal, and I and I don't remember if he shared what the goal was or not, but once he reaches that financial goal, he he likes he would like to start supporting other barbers um, who are in need. So it's a great fund. Um, you can go out to Instagram to at the Barber Relief Fund to find out more information. You can find out more information as to how you can uh, donate and support this effort. Also, just wanted to quickly share PBA, like so many other um, <clears throat> entities, have been giving you know webinars. Well, PBA does webinars anyway, but. You know, now that everyone's at home and we're either watching TV or on our computers, everyone, you know, there's a 
they kind of increased the amount of webinars that they've been putting out, putting them out more consistently, I should say. And um, one of the ones that you can go out right now to watch is called Breaking Down the Economic Stimulus Package, which I think is really, really good for those of you here in the beauty industry who have small businesses. You definitely want to watch that and get all the information that you can. There's been a big thing going on about some of these um, small business loans and how a lot of people are saying that some of the, the businesses that's getting the loans aren't necessarily all that small or and, and also aren't necessarily the ones who are really in need. Um, and then I hear that the money ran out, uh, but there's a second wave coming. I'm not sure if it's out yet or not, but there's a second wave of money coming for small businesses. Um, so I feel like if you have a good understanding of what this economic stimulus package is and what you receive, that it would better prepare a lot of small businesses for actually when you're ready to make the application that you can, you know, you go in knowing what's expected. Um, so I think that's a great webinar to watch. And then they have two upcoming um, webinars that you can register for. They're all free. Uh, one's called Prepping for Success. And then there's another one um, called PBA and Hanzo, Precision Meets Texture. So um, you might want to go out to probeauty.org to check those out um, in between watching all your other <laughs> webinars and Zoom conferences. Um, please make sure you go out there and check that out. And then also just reminding everyone, I know we always talk about PBA, but just reminding you guys that, um, you know, <clears throat> they are a great resource for those of us who are in the beauty industry now, like never before, is a great time to go out to their site, check out what they have going on, see how they are assisting beauty professionals during this time. Um, I think it's, I just think it's a great opportunity to um, check them out and get involved with PBA in some way. Now, if you're interested in becoming a member, of course, you can go out there um, and they have uh, – lots of membership resources. So for those of you who are already members, of course, there's a lot of member resources. But for those of you um, who are interested in becoming a member, you can go out there. Membership is fairly cheap. And if I'm not mistaken, I think we announced a week or so ago that they were giving, um, I wasn't sure if it was a free membership or a discounted membership, but it, you know, like I said, it's very cheap. And then I think you could get membership for free. Um, so you might want to just go out there and check it out just to be on the safe side. But some of the, the resources that they offer, you know, they offer insurance, which that's something big that a lot of, you know, freelancers in the beauty industry do not have, but they offer insurance. They have a resource library. They offer event and education discounts. So, so if you're familiar with ISSE that happens, that takes place every January in Long Beach, um, a lot of the big – beauty shows out there that's sponsored by PBA, you get the opportunity to get discounts or free entrance to some of these events. So definitely worth checking out, especially if you need some continuing education hours, um, you know, like for hairstyles and nail techs, um, depending on what state you live in, sometimes they require continuing education hours. So it would be to your advantage to become a member of PBA. Um, so again, they help you with you know, your um, your business plans and the resources are, and the resources and benefits are, um, you know, unlimited. So it's definitely something you may want to and check out. All right. Was that all you had for your news tonight? Yeah, that's all I have for my news. I was trying to um... – figure out if there were any updates on any of the IMAT shows, but no no changes with the IMAT shows. They're all still postponed uh, with no further information. It's been kind of quiet okay. on the beauty news. Okay. So I guess, you know, nothing's going on, so there's no <laughs> there's no real dates of, um, of anything. Like I said, I think um, some of the dates are so far out for uh, the makeup show things that, you know, some of them may stick. Um, but we'll see if those, you know, if any of those dates uh, will change. 
Yeah. You know, I'm just sitting here thinking like, and I know we've kind of talked about it several times over and over um, on the show already, but, you know, you're thinking about the beauty industry and a lot of industries actually going forward. You know, I was just talking about the, the webinar series that um, PBA offers, but also thinking about just going forward how how we're going to have to move forward in this industry. And I don't want to, right. you know, I mean, we really don't know, I guess, you know, until we until we actually get back out there to see. But I'm just thinking about the industry as a whole, not just, I know, I know we're makeup artists and film and television, but not just that, but I'm just talking about in general, the beauty industry, you know, hair salons and nail shops and barber shops. Um, you know, I just think about how, how, how is that going to look like, you know, cause you and I have already said, you know, no matter what, people are doing in our industry, we already know, I'm sure, going forward, at least especially when we get back to work, that we're going to have to be wearing masks. You know, as makeup artists, you stand too close to people. Um, But I wonder what that looks like for nail techs, you know, and hairstylists. I mean, hairstylists stand behind people, but um, regardless, they're still close. So I just really wonder what... Servicing, you know, servicing clients, you know, in the beauty industry, what that's going to look like going forward. Well, you know, nail techs, a lot of nail techs used to wear masks anyway, you know, because of the fumes and stuff, the acrylics and all that. But the the only difference is they have to touch people. And so now you have to touch people's hands, but they do require you. And some of them, some of them nowadays, they wear gloves. You know, yeah. um, mostly doing pedicures and stuff, but they some of them still wear gloves, so that that's not going to be too bad for them. And then, I mean, they still require people to wash their hands after the, you know, like they've filed and cuticle cream, all that kind of stuff goes on. They require you to wash your hands. Well, maybe they may require you to wash your hands um, before they touch you, and maybe the clients will be required to wear masks as well. Right. Well, you know, also when I say what is that going to look like for the beauty industry, like you, you know, I just mentioned a couple of, um, and you also, different beauty events, um, you know, these these uh, trade shows where, you know, you get thousands and yeah. thousands of people and, you know, people stand close when they're watching demos and things like that. And it just makes me wonder how the industry uh, would change, you know, like recently the past week, you know, I've noticed like there has been a lot of um, different conferences, so to speak, on Zoom. Like, you know, of course everybody's doing mm-hmm. Zoom chats and having Zoom meetings, but right. and then even doing classes on Zoom. But, you know, like I saw, I think it was last Sunday, um, there was a young lady who kind of had a, a virtual brunch. And, um, but she had, speakers from the beauty industry, you know, or, or wellness in beauty industry. And so uh, right. she's actually a beauty professional herself out of, out of Texas. So, you know, she had this, now of course it was, it was free, but um, I do know of some paid conferences that has taken place and though there are some coming up that will take place on Zoom that you have to pay for, um, and, you know, it'll just be a totally, you know, a, a virtual experience. So it makes me wonder, like, what will the beauty industry look like going forward? Like, maybe people are just doing what they have to do for right now, and then once they, if you know, they see things get better, and I'm claiming things will get better and remain in a better state, Um you know, maybe you won't have to resort to Zoom. Maybe, you know, there will be a time when you can gather with thousands of people again. So it just makes me wonder because, you know, we're, you're, you were talking about you were seeing if IMATS had changed any of their dates, um, and then you were mentioning, like, um, the makeup show. And then I just think about, well, you know, those shows draw large crowds. Um, yeah. And if you think IMATS or makeup show draw a lot, large crowd. 
if you go to ISSE or um, if exactly. you go to IBS or, you know, all mm-hmm. of these big, huge beauty shows, hair, makeup, nails, skin, all together yeah. in one big, huge facility, you know, like, it just makes me wonder what the future of that looks like. Well, you know, it's you know? Also, also, I think I think about us, you know, with film and television. Also, you know, what does that look like for us? Because you have, you know, besides the actors, um, and then besides, like, you know, if whatever particular scenes they're shooting, if 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 um, they have like background people or whatever there, you know, think about us, just the crew, hair, makeup, costumes, grips, electrics, you know sound department, um, you know, props department, you think about it. Think about all the people that are on set at one time. Like, what does that look like for us? And I know Deadline.com sent out an email, and and they um, created this post uh, probably about two weeks ago where um, they were t- some producers were talking about this exact thing, you know, what is that going to look like for this industry um, when they come, you know, when we get back to work. And first of all, they're not they're predicting that, you know, things won't even start up till like late August, early September. And they you know, <clears throat> excuse me, they were thinking of um um, you know, like taking temperatures of crew members um as they come into work, uh, things like that, like getting people tested, um, like especially getting actors, you know, tested and and so it's it's crazy. Everything that they have to think about to make sure that everybody's safe before we start back. It's, it's, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, it really I feel like is. They need, they need a whole, they need a whole production office just for that. You know what I mean? It's, wow, it's just yeah. a lot to think about. And with you, and with you, you know? saying, take, when, with you saying taking temperatures, you know, it, it, it makes me wonder if that's an everyday thing. And if that's an everyday thing, imagine yes. the time, the time, well, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like with the, with, like with the, like with the things they have at the doctor's office now where they can just hold it up to you and get your temperature. But still, like you said, the, mm-hmm. the time that it'll take to get that. So, you know, with hair, makeup and costumes coming in a little bit earlier than some of the rest of the crew, that might be, a, you know, may be able to go pretty quickly, you know, but what if some of your key people like your department head and your key makeup people have temperatures. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's like, how does, how does this and all what play if, out? What if somebody has a temperature that don't have anything to do with this virus? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. But I, I will say that from from the things that I've read, the film and television industry seems like they're taking their time coming back. So you know like yes. a lot of people have it a lot of people have it in their head that by June everything should, you know, be settled down. And I'm praying that it is by June. But also I think the Even film and television is, yeah. industry yeah, feels like okay, that may be the case. The whole world may open back up by June, but we still have to still get a hold of of, of what what it is that we're doing because Exactly. You know, a lot of productions shut down, you know, different times or what have you, but for the most part, all around the same time within the, a week or two, you know, of each other. But all of these productions shut down, and they were not prepared for something like that. And no one was, actually. But no one had it written in their insurance policies about – COVID-19 or any coronavirus. So, you know, this was this is all new. So imagine the imagine the insurance claims and I don't know all about that, but just imagine the insurance claims, you know, um that some of these insurance companies got hit with from film and television productions. And they and these companies are probably like like no no, we're not we're not covering that. I mean, I don't know what they're saying, but I'm just, I can just about imagine, you know, it's like everyone was hit hard in so many different directions. So, I, so now going forward, I know that that is something that with these insurance policies that these productions have, it will be something included in those policies now. 
I really appreciate our union, honestly, because when all of this happened, they really got busy and they started working for us. You know what I mean? And with this, you know, this unemployment and um, just making sure everything was good there and, and all the, the extra mile that they went for, you know, went for us just for unemployment by itself. So, you know, no one was prepared for this. And just imagine, like, all of these different states getting hit with all these unemployment claims. You know, like, you probably they probably have, a, like, a top ten states that have the highest unemployment rate. Well, now everybody has a high unemployment rate. You know what I mean? And it's just like they can right. deal with the unemployment on a normal level. But now when everybody's, you know, filing a claim, they're like, well, yeah. my God, nobody's, you know, where's all this money coming from? So I don't know. It's just, um, well, you know, and that's, you also, know, that's also the purpose of the government and the stimulus package is, is you know, is to assist, yeah. assist these people, but also to assist the state, you know, um, with all yeah. of this, because it's, it, this is not normal. You know what I mean? So right. it's just not normal. And I just, I just, you know, I just hope that duty professionals out there are trying to figure out how to move forward. And I'm pretty sure everyone thought about it. Um, but it just, it just makes me wonder, like, I guess it's just something that we have to wait and see, you know, wait and see, like when things are somewhat normal and everybody is for the most part gone back to work, then you can kind of see how that plays because, like I said, even though, you know, we're primarily film and tele- on film and television sets, but we do have a makeup studio. So we can't service clients right now, you know, um, in our studio. So it's like going forward, once things start to get back to normal, you know, how do we work that out? You know, we'll... Some people probably won't be afraid. You know what I mean? Like, some people probably won't be afraid. I know I know a couple people now, like some of my neighbors, are like um, they were going to their, like their hairstylist, the salon may have been closed, but they went to their hairstylist's house to get their hair done. You know, so some people are like, look, I need my hair done. I need my nails done. I need this done. I need that done. And they're not going to really care. They're just going to run out there and go do whatever they have to do. Maybe they'll wear a mask and go do whatever they have to do. But for the most part, I think it's really hard on beauty professionals to come up with a solution because the type of industry that we're in. You know what I mean? I heard, um, I'm trying to remember who, who it was, what I was watching, and somebody was asking the person, well, how is it going to be different? And he said, you know, well, I'm just going to make sure. Oh, it was a photographer. And it was a photographer who has a resident makeup artist at his studio. And uh, they were asking, so going forward, you know, how are things going to be different? He said, well, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that, you know, they're sterilizing their tools. He said, And then he said, well, I'll do that anyway. So my thing is, okay, so, yes, everybody is going to be like, over the top, well, hopefully everybody's going to be over the top with that kind of thing. But my thing is, but what else? You know what I mean? Because I feel like there's got to be something else different. How do we How do we move forward, like, in your salons and your makeup studios and your day spas and um, besides, you know, cleaning and, and cleaning between uh, clients and, making sure things are sanitized and that kind of thing, you know, what else? I feel like I feel like one of the things you have to do, like especially for like hair salons and like your, your spas, I feel like when it comes to the appointments, that's where you kind of have to back off the appointment book a little bit, you know what I mean? And so instead of like somebody like booking people every 15 minutes apart or something like that, I feel like, now we need to have make sure that you are, um, you know, make sure you are booking people. I, I, when it comes to hair salons, though, I always feel like they should be an hour apart. But I know there are a lot some hairstylists who might be fifteen minutes apart, and next thing you know, they have a bunch of people in their salon. But 
I feel like, and even with eyelash extensions, I feel like you should book a service and whatever, and if it takes you an hour to do your service, then your next person shouldn't even be booked until an hour, hour 15, because you maybe you, you, need to, uh, you need to allow yourself some time for cleanup and to prepare for the next person. So anywhere from 15 minutes to 30 minutes in between. So if the service is an hour, then you have 15 minutes or 30 minutes in between that hour, the next hour, you know, next client. And then you give them an hour for their service. So I feel like it should be, you know, like say, for instance, eyelash extensions. Something like that should be done. Once that client gets up, you take those sheets off of that bed, clean that bed, and fresh sheets need to go on. So it's more more thing. It's more of like, you know, having extra. You know, people need to be thinking about having extra linen for your for your um, your beds, um, cleaning supplies, so that you clean the beds in between. You know what I mean? And then it's just like this extra stuff. So basically, you're going to be taking less clients in a day unless you're just going to work all day and night long. But, you know, for the most part... And, you know... Go ahead, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For the most part, it's like less clients in a day so that you allow yourself time to have that time in between to really thoroughly clean um, in between. Yeah, and and that cleaning and and changing the linen and all that kind of thing is supposed to be done anyway. You know, yes, but I know a lot of eyelash extension um, places they that don't. don't do that. Yeah. At all. Mm-hmm. yeah, I do too. That's but, why I mean, I mean, but it's supposed to be done. done. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, yeah. even like with massage therapists, estheticians, all of that, they're supposed to change that stuff between every client. So, so. I mean, so you know, this, this is what, because this has happened, I just feel like if you weren't doing the right thing, now's the time to do the right thing. And if you were doing the right thing, now's the time to not only continue doing the right thing, but also find other ways, you know, to keep your clients and yourself safe. So it's just like if you're doing the right, right thing, then you step it up, you step it up a notch. If you're not doing the right thing, now's the time to do the right thing. Um, right. You know, I just feel like you know. This is um, time for, you know, I feel like it is really going to affect, I hope it would, affect people's appointment books where you're learning to space those appointments out instead of cramming it all in. And, you know, we've talked about this before with uh, hairstylists as well as eyelash extension um, stylists who who we've actually had on the show, you know, like um, because a lot of the – the young ladies who've been on the show that were eyelash extension um, experts, they have, they talk about, you know, like working all day, not really having time for a break. And we were like, why would you do that? You know, to yourself, you have to book yourself a break, book an hour break, you know, and if you don't want to take an hour, book a half hour. But to me, it makes sense to book that hour break. One, you get rest too, because I know it's hard on your back. And then two, you get a chance to get up, you get stretched, you can make some phone, return some phone calls, do a little business if you have to, if you don't, you know, want to go anywhere or have lunch, whatever. But it makes no sense to work all day nonstop and don't eat because that's not doing you any good. So I just feel like um, going forward, I hope it's a better showing of um, beauty professionals taking better care of themselves as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. So um because think about it, you know, the more the more the beauty professional takes care of themselves, the better they are to be able to service the client. So, you know, when when right. people are especially with these eyelash people, when 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 you know, when you when you have seven and eight people a day, I mean the service is gonna be at least an hour. That's you're already seven and eight hours in just on the service. Think about people that mm-hmm. are getting full sets. Think about when people show up late, you know, that's cutting into your, you know, like your, um, the time that you set aside for lunch. I mean, what good is that doing you? I mean, you have, you know, you have to have that time for yourself. And I, I mean, me personally, I think people should, should just schedule out an hour and a half for themselves 
And, you know, and if you can't tickle in in a day, so what? You just don't get seven people in. Like, to me, I feel like your max for eyelash extensions should easily just be six people a day. And if you can do six people consistently every day, you know, however many days you work, that's great. That, to me, that brings mm-hmm. in that brings in a lot, depending on your services. Absolutely. I just think, just Absolutely. think you're doing yourself and your client a disservice when you're tired. You know, like when you get to your last client, you've had enough. And you may not give that client, you know, 100% of yourself because you don't have 100% left. Mm-hmm. You know, because you've been doing lashes all day long. You have to give yourself the time, one, to give yourself, to be able to get up, like you said, to stretch, you know, go to the restroom, get something to eat, like just have a decent lunch, you know, be able to just sit and relax, maybe get outside, you know what I'm saying, take a, you know, walk around the block, anything. But you have to be able to get out of your room. You have to get away from it for for a few minutes so that you can regroup, you know? Mm-hmm. But plenty of people who, who just don't do that, they just don't do that. Like, you know, for them it's like, okay, order something from the restaurant next door and come back and, and sit back down, you know, because you've been sitting for six, seven hours anyway. Sit back down, eat really quickly what you, what you ordered from the restaurant. Um, you know, you, you're barely having time to check emails. You're barely having time to return phone calls. I mean, you should be able to sit there and, and you know, Look at Instagram if you want to. If that's a way, you know, if that's your way of relaxing or whatever, you should be, you should have that time to be able to do that. And I don't mean five minutes. You should have time to do that. What's wrong with taking a half hour lunch, uh, you know, and another half hour to like get up, move a little bit, walk around, get some exercise in, and be able to like return some phone calls when, without feeling rushed. And then just right. having, you know, another extra half hour if you wanna if you wanna, you know, take care of business. Or do nothing. Right. Take a nap. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But we try to do too much. We try to do too much and it's and it's no good for us. That's true. That's true. And I don't know where that comes from. I don't know. I don't know if it's beauty professionals, if you know, like the, that work in salons and shops. That if it's just a matter of this is my only thing, and I have to make all, you know, as much money as I I can. Because when you think about it, a lot of people, you know, they don't have insurance. They don't have, you know, mm-hmm. this is their own, this is their only way of making of having income. So a lot of times, I feel like that's the reason why they go and they get as much in as they can. Because maybe they may have goals as to a certain salary that they want to have for the year, or a, a certain amount of money that they want to, you know, that they want to make for the week. You know, I mean, I can't yeah. figure yeah. that. I really don't know why, but I think you know it could be a combination of those things. Um, you know, the, and I, don't know. I think the hustle. Yeah, I think the hustle is more important than their health. You know, mm-hmm. and, and it's because of those reasons that you stated. You know, they. They feel like, you know, they're the only ones taking care of them, you know, and if if they're going to have the money to be able to do the things that they want to do, then they have to get the money. And and for them, getting the money is cramming in as many people as they can in a day. But that's just not healthy. That's just not healthy. Because then when you're sick, you can't do anybody anyway. So you may as well do what you can physically do within reason. Protect yourself, protect the community. So true. So, so true. Um, I just wanted, before, you know, we leave tonight, I just wanted to also mention, uh, we were mentioning PBA, and um, just wanted to remind everybody that the PBA uh, Naha um, um, Awards, the entry opens June 11th of this year, okay? So don't forget, if you are interested in participating in the Naha North American Hairstyling Awards, um, competition. The entry opens June 11th of this year. Okay, so for all of you in the beauty community who are interested in showing your artistry, please make sure you um, 
you know, June 11th is when entry opens. So make sure you uh, keep an eye out on that date. I'm not sure when it closes, but it opens June 11th of this year, and you can go to pba.org for more information. Um, also, PBA, I talked about um, Marvin's uh, Barber Relief Fund, but also PBA has a COVID-19 relief fund. Uh, they're dedicated to helping beauty professionals through this crisis. So if you would like to um, donate or just even learn more about it, you can go to PBA, I'm sorry, not PBA, but probeauty.org, which is PBA's website. You can go to probeauty.org to find out more about the COVID-19 relief fund or if you want to donate. I wanted to make sure I mentioned that. And then also there are new dates for CosmoPro in North America and Las Vegas. It normally takes place in July, but this year it's going to be September 20th through the 22nd at the Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas. Again, that's Cosmopro North America in Vegas, September 20th through 22nd. Again, you can go to the PBA website, probeauty.org, to register or to find out um, more information. So, um, again, we'll keep you guys posted as to any changes in dates for some of the beauty events that are, that's happening around the country um, uh, or any any event in or out of the country that we hear about, we will let you guys know about any um, new dates that we may have. Some people just haven't rescheduled yet. Um, it looks like a lot of people are pushing things to the fall. Like um, I see a lot of November stuff, um, some, some, sep- some September, but um, – most things are being uh, kind of pushed to the fall. And I think and I think it's just giving people the opportunity to also regroup. You know what I mean? Because yeah, uh, with, you know, with a lot of people being out of work, um, you know, when people start to go back to work, and I think every like I said, I think everybody has their sights on June. It would just give people a chance to kind of catch up with their personal bills and things like that. Um, you know, so planning to attend an event, a trade show or something that you have to pay for, you know, may not be in your immediate plans if they were scheduling it for like sometime this summer, you know? So. Right. Just gives people an opportunity to kind of regroup and get themselves financially um, back in a a decent place. So, um, yeah. So anyway, I just, you know, I just wanted to put that out, just ask that question because I just thought about, you know, you and I have been talking these last few weeks a lot about just film and television and, you know, how things are going to look different and, and be different. But I wanted to kind of, kind of address um, just the, the beauty industry as a whole and, you know, going to these places, you know, your beauty shops and your, your studios and nail shops and barbershops and, you know, um, it's going to be interesting just to see you know, what's in the works. And I probably would like to get together with different people from the industry, have a hairstylist and a barber and a nail tech and, you know, a makeup artist who may have their own studio and someone who works in a spa, like a massage therapist or esthetician, all come together and just kind of hear, you know, what their thoughts and what their plans are. Um, And it it may help some other professionals who are in that same profession get a better idea of how they can move forward as well. Because, you know, there are still some people who just have not given it any thought or or given it some thought but just don't know which direction to go. Because this pandemic, I'm going to be honest with you, um, if you're the type that has put your whole entire focus on the pandemic, you're really, at this point, so so what's the word I'm looking for, you know, out of it or lost that you can't even begin to think about, you know, what's next because so so many people are so stuck at how am I going to pay bills and trust and believe me, I get it. But I'm just saying there are a lot of people who still haven't moved past that. And so that's the reason why I keep raising the question because now is the time to think about it because, you know, with with different states, like, you know, um, Georgia, well, Georgia just opened the whole entire state back up. But I know in Maryland, they 
they're letting um allowing hairstylists and barbershops and you know places like that open back up for essential essential um uh, employees so you know by appointment only so I'm sure those people, some of those people are excited to get back to work, but also, you know, they they now have a plan that they have to put in place. So that's why I'm saying, you know, if you haven't thought about it, start thinking about it because uh, next thing you know, everybody's going to be going back to work and you really need to have had something in place, but you definitely need to be making some changes for sure. Because, you know, with this business, we all, stand, we all stand so very close. And, you know, it's just like a revolving door. In comes one client, that person leaves, here comes the next. And it's like, are you really taking the time to to do what you need to do in between clients? It's something that we have to think about. We have to because cause just like I said with the productions and now they're they're going to make sure that in their insurance policy they have something in place. Now business owners need to have something in place when it comes to insurance in the, the business. Now you got to think about it. Clients now, a client come in and any little thing that goes wrong, they may be prepared and ready to sue you. You know what I mean? Now because of this pandemic, people are going to have all kinds of ideas in their heads and, 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 you know, and they're going to have all kinds of expectations now. And if you're not living up to what they're expecting, um, as far as, you know, how you clean your salon, how you, you, you know, you've seen, you've seen stylists drop a comb on the floor, pick it up, Mm -hmm. sit it on your, on their station and they get to doing hair and talking. And next thing you know, I've seen them, pick that comb up, not even paying attention and using it in the person's you know, head. Now, clients are going to be looking for that kind of stuff. <laughs> so that, that's the reason mm-hmm. why I'm saying it's like, how are you going to move forward differently? Because now people are going to be watching. And so we just have to pay a lot of attention to that now because <clears throat> that's what's going to be on people's minds and they're going to be watching all kinds of things. So just wanted to put that out there, something for us to be professionals to think about, um, you know, and I hope everyone puts a plan in place, something um, in place. And uh, But we all move forward carefully and doing the right thing. So, again, I, like, like I said, I hope this is an opportunity for those people who aren't doing the right things to make changes for the better. And then for those of us who are doing the right thing, we can just take it up a notch. And I'm sure all right. clients would, would, would be appreciative of that. So that's right. all I have to say for tonight. Um, I just want to put out there really quickly, I don't know how many people out there watch The Godfather of Harlem on Epics. But please, if you don't, that's something you want to sit down and watch. It is so, so good. And I'm going to try to get their makeup artist on the show very, very soon. So if you if you don't watch that show, please go out there and watch it. It's amazing. I think the look of the show is really, really good. And, again, like I said, I'm going to try to get their makeup artist on the show. So stay tuned for that. All right. Well, you guys can follow us on Facebook. We're Beauty Talk Online Radio. On Twitter, we're Beauty underscore Talk. And then on Instagram, we're Beauty underscore Talk underscore Media. And then you can follow Janice and I on all three of those platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, just simply by our name. Uh, Janice's is J-A-N-I-C-E. T-U-N-N-E-L-L, and then me, Denise, I'm D-E-N-I-S-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L. All right. Thank you guys for your continued support each and every Sunday night. I don't know who this listener is, but they listen in from Texas every Sunday. I just want to say to you, thank you so much. I don't know if I know you or not, but thank you so, so very much. I appreciate you listening. Um, Hopefully you're getting something out of this, out of 
you know, some of these shows, whether we have a guest or not. Um, hopefully, well, apparently you are, or maybe it's something you just like to listen to while you're doing something else. I have no idea, but thank you. I appreciate it, and we see you we see you out there, yeah. so I just wanted to acknowledge you. But just want to acknowledge all of our listeners all over the world. Um, we have a big following in London, um, Australia, different parts of Asia and Africa. We say thank you, guys. We appreciate you. And then, of course, our uh, listeners right here in the U.S., of course, those are our biggest fans. And then, we say thank you for that. And then also our neighbors north of us in Canada, we thank them as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So thank you guys um, for your continued support. It is not, it has not been easy to do this for over 11 years um, now, but, but we, you know, we do our best. We are working makeup artists. um, So sometimes it's hard to, to do a show and we have to do a show at nine o'clock at night and then be up at three in the morning for work. You know, so, and sometimes it's hard to, you know, you you want to bring on guests that you know the, that the listeners would like to hear, but sometimes scheduling is so hard. So we, we do our best to, um, to keep it going. So just want to know, let you guys know we appreciate you all hanging in there with us. All right. And with that being said, we thank you guys again for tuning in tonight. Have a wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night.